Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hip-hop manager extraordinaire Wack 100 is no stranger to bad press. In fact, he's more or less generates the stuff every time he opens his mouth to give an interview. A music industry veteran, not to mention one-time street enforcer, this Los Angeles native has made major inroads as one of the most connected individuals in the entire rap game. After getting his start managing the game in Ray J, Wack 100 has seen his roster expand. Now, on the bright side of fame, Wack 100 is repping popular artists with the names like Blueface and Takashi69. Yeah, the real Takashi 69. And not only is WAC 100 reportedly working alongside the clown prince of rap, he's also wheeling and dealing to earn his controversial artist a big time payday. It's been about 30, 45 days. In the last 45 days, I probably just set up $43 million of business and I ain't seen the kid. So I'm talking about big movies, uh, European tours, renegotiated his album terms, all through attorneys and emails. Oh. But is Wax speaking truth or just spitting out words to build his own legend at the expense of others? Because on the dark side of fame, Wack 100 is constantly voicing his controversial opinions on every aspect of hip hop and damn near every artist who ever has participated in it. Whether he's talking crazy about legends like Tupac or Nipsey Hussle, threatening to assault others like 21 Savage, or even promising to drop an extremely personal home movie that had absolutely nothing to do with himself. Wack 100 knows how to get the people talking and the media breaking down his many obnoxious sound bites. Ever wonder what some of the craziest altercations that Wack 100 ever found himself in were? Then join us as we delve into the dark side of fame. Where does one even start with WAC 100 and his big mouth? This dude is always making headlines for his polarizing views. Take for instance that time that he criticized the legendary rapper and entrepreneur Master P, who despite his well-documented successes was targeted by WAC and called broke during an appearance in the Clubhouse app. Taking exception to a story of Master P offering business advice to Nick Cannon, WAC would suggest that Master P doesn't have 20% of Nick Cannon's wealth, and as such shouldn't have anything to say on the matter. You said that Master P broke. He is. Hey. <laughs> I got on the got on Nick Cannon. You had a you had a line for that, Wack. Hey no, man, got on, this, got on oh, Nick man. Cannon. Look, first of all, he don't own his master. They took them 18 years ago. You lease the crib you in. How you get that Nick Cannon? This nigga man, Nick cut Cannon it out, Wack. Y'all all millionaires over there, man. Hey. Now, relatively speaking, that's Wack on his best behavior. It's also just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to his rap beefs with other performers. Take for instance the most recent example between Wack and Jim Jones. Just days after Wack 100, 21 Savage, and Takashi 69 got into it on the Clubhouse app, don't worry, that story is coming up in just a second, but Takashi's old associate, Jim Jones, took exception to things being said about him. After listening to Wack and Takashi's trash talk, Jones got 9Tray member Mel Matrix, the man who was put in prison by Takashi's testimony, to call in and give his opinion on Wack 100. People to know who you directly talking to. Talk 
Of course, once Wack caught wind of what Mel had done at Jones's request, well, he had thoughts on the matter. Hopping onto Instagram Live, Wack did his best to air Jones's dirty laundry, including bringing up a series of gun charges that mysteriously disappeared. You got gun cases in Virginia, don't nobody know where they went. The fact that you had to have a jail call, right? And you on the street, you pussy, my and while those are clearly inflammatory words, they don't hold much of a candle to Wax's extremely questionable takes when it comes to some true hip-hop legends. As a recent guest on the Drink Champs podcast alongside the game, Wack would suggest that while Tupac died a legend, his nemesis Biggie did not. Wax's reasoning? Tupac died after having already created an incredible catalog of music, but Biggie passed away before his body of work could truly grow into legendary status. Tupac died a legend. Biggie did. He died a legend. Biggie and Tupac was, was a young kid. We don't Tupac even know what he would have done. His body of work, movies, you're right, you're right. CDs, albums that went quadruple. Biggie was dead before his first <clears throat> album came out. He became the no second album. When Wack would later bring up Nipsey Hussle in the same conversation, he would argue that Nipsey also needs more music and film projects centered around him before he could be upgraded to a legend. It wasn't the first time that Wack had spoken poorly of Nipsey. In fact, only days after Nipsey's murder in 2019, Wack would suggest that what happened to Nipsey was part of the game when it comes to hip-hop. When it comes to the rules of engagement of gangbangers, he did what he was supposed to do when another gangbanger calls you a a foul, or a snitch. Wack would even hint that what happened was a direct result of Nipsey snitching and considering the rules of engagement with gangbanging. People get what's coming to them. In something of a surprising twist, Wack would later apologize for what he said during that particular interview and claim that he got a dressing down from Nipsey's management team. But only a few months later, he was talking back to TMZ and telling them, how many albums did Nipsey drop? One album? This is not no personal shit I'm talking about. This is just some real shit. We have to define what the the legend is. But considering how often he runs his mouth, has Wack ever actually found himself in a physical altercation over something that he said? Shortly after Wack doubled down on his opinions of Nipsey Hussle, it was reported that one of Nip's former associates, J-Rock, attacked Wack during Rolling Loud in LA at the tail end of 2019. Video evidence of what happened that night shows Wack totally ticked off and ready to fight anyone, assumingly after having been sucker punched. In response to what happened, all Wack would have to say was, next time you send a mother don't send one who knows how to run, send one who knows how to fight. Speaking of fighting, only a few months prior to all of that, there was a brief news item making the rounds that Mike Tyson and Wack had gotten into a fist fight while recording an episode on Tyson's podcast, Hotboxing. A rumor that was further fueled by Wack when he posted an image of himself and Mike that hinted towards something having happened. In a response of his own, Mike would then post an image of himself with Tupac. But it was all just one giant work orchestrated by Tyson and Wack. No dispute, and certainly not a physical one, ever took place during the recording of that podcast. More recently, Wack has taken aim at 21 Savage during a conversation on Clubhouse. Yeah, you know, remember Clubhouse? I don't know, maybe Wack needs to consider deleting that app from his phone. Anyways, after the Slaughter Gang leader told Wack that he was lame for associating himself with Takashi 69 a self-admitted rat, well, Wack did not take kindly to those remarks. You know, I'm not even sure if I can quote his response in a meaningful way because this is a family show and legitimately every second and word was a derogatory statement. For those of you wondering, when you censor something like that, it sounds like this. Me and you both know, if you were standing in front of me right now, you wouldn't have that energy. Yeah, Stop, right. Stop doing that. Yeah, right. Nigga, I'll beat your mother.
the little ass, you little bitty ass boy. Hey, let's I will beat your little ass, you little bitty ass boy. Yo, 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 I'm not no rapper, I yeah, what? you up, nigga. Kind of like a silent movie, right? And of course, since this is Clubhouse where there's no video to speak of, it comes across even weirder. Eventually, 21 Savage backed off by suggesting that he wasn't about to do any gangsta stuff on Clubhouse. Probably a solid piece of advice that Wack should take to heart himself. Another time when things got physical with Wack was a few years prior. Now surprisingly, this altercation didn't involve another rapper at all. Instead, while Wack was out picking some burgers up at a local drive-in, he saw some white guys burning rubber on the nearby road and asked them to stop driving so recklessly. Rather than listen to Wack's admittedly solid advice, these two got out of the car and proceeded to throw punches at him. That's when Wack defended himself, he not only fended off both attackers, he knocked the one guy down, and then when these two realized a crowd was gathering, they took off running, leaving Wack the clear and decisive victor. Hmm. Guess he is a bit of a communal guy. So I guess when push really does come to shove, Wack 100 practices what he preaches. Then again, it's not like the two white dudes from the Burbs are necessarily as intimidating as the targets Wack is normally taking aim at. Finally, outside of his big mouth and willingness to throw down, Wack has also ruffled a few feathers in the industry after promising to leak part two of the infamous Kim Kardashian and Ray J home video. All I know is this, Kanye holla at me, bro. We got part two on the laptop, ain't never been seen. We'd love for you to have it. It'd be a great, personal private NFT. As Ray J's former manager, Wax says he came into possession of the tape that he promises is more graphic and better than the first one from his former client. Now that Kanye and Kim's marriage has fallen apart, he's promised to gift the video to Yeezy as an NFT. Yeah, we're doing NFT sex tapes now. Crazy. Crazy. As you might imagine, neither Kim nor Ray J are particularly happy with this recent development. Kim used her lawyer to outright deny the existence of any such tape, stating that the claim was unequivocally false to page six. Then there's Ray J who took to Twitter to reveal that he's been keeping a low profile for years to raise his family the right way, and now that Wack was jeopardizing all of that hard work. Wack would stick to his story regardless. Not only was the video real, but he delivered honest promise to get the tape to Ye, stating in an interview with Hollywood Unlocked that the deal was already done. Ye went and delivered it to her. And I, I, I told Ray, I said, you know when he takes that to them, once they get, they're gonna feel like, well, they don't have it anymore, so we're gonna say it doesn't exist. Now the most surprising thing about all this, apparently after getting the tape, Kanye immediately delivered it back to Kim as a means to prove that he still cares about her. Is any of this actually true? Honestly, it's hard to tell when it comes from a guy like Wack 100, his entire existence is to generate news headlines and for his clients. But more often than not, those headlines wind up being about him instead. And honestly, I'm not sure if Wack would have it any other way. He might have to exist in some pretty shadowy places to get what he needs done, but more often than not, it seems like WAC 100 feels entirely comfortable in those types of situations. It's probably what makes him such a good manager, but it is also what could one day turn him into a liability. One of these days, he's gonna say something that there will be no coming back from, and I'm almost positive if you asked him, WAC 100 would tell you that he knows that day is coming better than most. But until it happens, WAC 100 will continue to exist in the dark side of fame. Hope you guys enjoyed this look into the many controversies of WAC's career. My name is Clyde Smith, and please remember to like and subscribe before leaving a comment down below, and I'll catch you guys in another video.
Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.